I remember when I first started opening the Bible and I started digging in God's Word and I, I was shocked to see how hard it was to understand. I mean, not only did I only read a total of like six books in my entire life by the time that I first started opening the Bible, but then it's like I heard all of this these and thous and you got to be born again and and you got to be washed by the blood of lamb. And, and I'm hearing all these like weird biblical terminology that I'm just like, man, what is this talking about? And I remember going to church and during during the uh, the Bible study in the morning and sometimes during the sermon, things were just going over my head. People were talking about all these different things. And I was just like, what are they even saying? And I, I just remember like grasping like 3% of what was being said and then each time I get a little bit more but I mean I, re I remember opening the Bible and just like trying to read and because I didn't really understand much I didn't feel like I was really getting a whole lot out of uh, my devotions and it kind of discouraged me from continuing to read well that all changed when I learned about these 14 rules of Bible study interpretation everything began to be far more clear and the whole Bible became a new book to me. So I'm going to tell you more about that. But first, for those of you who don't know, my name is Enoch Leffingwell and I love helping young people to identify their talents and dedicate them to the Lord's service. And with the Army of Youth, this is exactly what we are seeking to do. And today I'm going to be sharing with you about these 14 rules and how you too can better understand the Word of God for yourself. How I, how I found out about these, I remember I went to a camp meeting and there was some, uh, there was a preacher who was speaking there and I just remember like taking notes. This was actually the first time that I was taking notes. I was probably 17 years old, it was 2012, and I was getting ready to take some notes and I was listening and he was just going like, turn with me to this verse and that verse and that verse and that verse and he's going all over the Bible and I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. I was like, never a man spake like this man before. He would ask a question, he's like, what does such and such represent? And he's like, turn with me to like 1 John 5, 4. He's like, what, what does this mean? And anytime that he'd ask a question, he'd just allow the Bible to explain the Bible. He wasn't guessing at anything. He didn't share these long stories. He didn't like, um, he didn't, uh, he, he didn't guess or assert his opinions. He was just like, this is what the word of God says. And he's comparing scripture with scripture. And I'm like, wow. Never a man spake like this man before. It's like, I've never seen that. And it was just like, I want to know how to study the way that he studies. And so it, it was really powerful. And then as I continue to go to different camp meetings, I, I re I've found more and more people that are studying the Bible and they're really digging into it. They're allowing the Bible to explain itself. And it's, and it's really clear. I'm like, this is great. So turns out, they're all using this, these 14 rules of Bible study interpretation. And they're so systematically laid out where each rule has Bible verses that explain why that rule exists. It's not just like some guy just came up with like, you know, I think we should study it this way. No, the Bible says that we should study it a specific way. So he, these rules were kind of crafted based on biblical language and it's like several verses that are showing how the bible should explain itself like for instance i will read verse i mean um rule number five it, it's it's uh very interesting that i like it says 
Scripture must be its own expositor. That means it must explain itself, since it is a rule of itself. If I depend on a teacher to expound it to me, and he should guess at its meaning, or desire to have it so on account of his sectarian creed, or to be thought wise, then his guessing, desire, creed, or wisdom is my rule and not the Bible. Ooh, that kind of stings a little bit, doesn't it? Because if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of times we'll realize that, you know, I kind of chose to believe something because my parents believed it. Or I, I believe this because my church teaches it. But the question that we always have to be asking is, where is that in the Bible? Can you show me? What, like, where's a, a Bible verse for that? Because when we allow the Bible to explain itself, we don't have to guess at anything. We don't have to trust some infallible man to, to think he knows what the right answer is. But we can know for a certainty because God explains himself. Wow, what better person to have explained the Bible than the author of the Bible? It's a novel idea. So... Um, my favorite my favorite rule is rule number four. It says, to understand doctrine, bring all the scriptures together on the subject you wish to know. Then let every word have its proper influence. And if you can form your theory without a contradiction, you cannot be in error. And when you think about it, if you've read every single verse in the Bible on a specific subject, and then you come to your conclusion, then how could you be in error? Because you're allowing the Bible, the abundance of the Word of God, to explain what it means. We like to do it backwards. We like to say, well, my church teaches this, so let's go search in the Bible where the, the Word of God substantiates my preconceived ideas and opinions. And let's prove my opinions in the Scriptures. That's totally different. That's what, that's what 2 Peter 3 describes how people rest the Scriptures to their own destructions. That's a no-no, friends. No, no. God doesn't want us to study that way. But the most important rule, rule number 14. It says, the most important rule of all is this, that you must have faith. It must be a faith that requires a sacrifice. And if tried, would give up the dearest object of earth, the world and all its desires, Character, living, occupation, family, home, comfort, and worldly honors. If any of them should hinder our believing any part of God's word, it would show our faith to be in vain. Nor can we ever believe so long as any of these motives lies lurking in our hearts. We must believe that God will never forfeit his word. And we can have a confidence that he who takes notice of the sparrow's fall and numbers the hairs of our head will guard the translation of his own word and throw a barrier around it and prevent those who sincerely trust in God and put implicit confidence in his word from erring far from the truth, though they may not understand Hebrew or Greek. Basically, we need faith. And if we allow anything to stand in the way of us believing any part of God's word, we lack that faith that God desires for each of us to have. John 7, 17 says, 
If any man will to do his will, he shall know of the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. There's a difference between studying the Bible to prove what we already believe as opposed to studying the Bible to know and understand what God's plan is for my life. What would God decide here? We don't have to guess at anything. We don't have to question, I wonder what's God's will in my finances. We can go straight to the word of God and see what the Lord says about treasures of gold, of silver, of wealth, of of riches, of all these different things. We can un, we can bring the scriptures together on these subjects so we can realize that God has a very balanced uh, view on it. That, um, like, sure, the First uh, Timothy 6 says, the love of money is the root of all evil. Not money, but the love of money. Because Deuteronomy 8.18 says, it is God that gives thee power to get wealth. So it's a gift. But God wants us to use it for his service and for furthering the gospel. Otherwise, it's of no, no use to us um, or of any true value. And you could just take anything in life. Like I remember I was struggling with uh, my friends and I was trying, like I, I just love my friends. I want to be around them constantly, but they were kind of having a bad influence on me. They were pulling me away from God. And so I was just like, Lord, what should I do? And and then so I went to the Bible and I started studying the word friends. Like I wanted Christian friends and I realized I needed to be that friends that I wanted to have in others. So I studied the word friend and I studied the word friends and I saw that there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. I saw that um, Proverbs mentioned an iron sharpeneth iron, so does a man count and sharpen his friend. And I see that even Jesus said in Zechariah 13, 6, someone shall ask Jesus in heaven, what are the wounds in your hand? And he says, these are the wounds I received in the house of my friends. Can you imagine? Jesus still called you his friend even after you crucified him on the cross. But he died because John says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you keep my commandments. I mean, Jesus is just showing all these different ways that we can be friends. Abraham was called a friend of God. Do you want to be a friend of God? You can be a friend to God, my friends. Just give your heart to Christ. Surrender all to him and be willing to be made willing. And it makes a world of difference. And I'm telling you when, you, when you start studying the Bible using these 14 rules, when you take these 14 rules, I, I would encourage you to look up every verse that goes along with each verse. I mean, each rule, it, they have like several verses. Look up every verse, take notes, write them down, and, and pray to God and say, what is the connection of this verse with this rule? And the more that you'll do that, the more you'll get to understand that God gave us an actual biblical system for unlocking the truth for this time. He gave us a systematic approach to understand his revealed will for us. Me personally, I'm like, this is amazing. You will find the word of God to be the voice of God speaking to your soul. That's what I did. In God's word, I found a divine savior that satisfies all of my needs. And I encourage you that these things are really helpful. I mean, a lot of times we wish that, like, I don't know about you, but sometimes I wish it's like, Lord, couldn't I just have, um, hear like this audible voice from heaven saying like, my son, 
wear this t-shirt or maybe not a t-shirt, but, um, but a specific decision. Like, wouldn't that be great if God just directly said each of these things? And although he doesn't speak to us audibly through his thunderous voice, um, as much as before, he does speak to us through his word. That's why the Bible is called his word. B-I-B-L-E, basic instructions before leaving earth. And um, when we study the Bible through through the this uh, this framework, these 14 rules, then we begin to realize that we can take any question and find biblical answers. We can take any problem and find biblical solutions. We can take any difficulty and the Lord is able to explain the solution and it's it's incredible because he has a solution to every problem we can experience and it's all right there thousands of years written in advance for you it's his love letter to each of us so um i really encourage you to take a look at these 14 rules i just shared with you three of some of my favorite rules and um I want to let you know that we had just put together, like this day, we finished a page where you can get these 14 rules for free. All you have to do is go to the website directionfromgod.com forward slash rules, and then you can get your free copy. All you have to do is sign up, uh, get it here. We need your email address so that we can... Uh, mail you this free bookmark that you can get this digital download and you, you can just have it easy access it's very simple to uh, have the bookmark is easy to read and it looks wonderful I personally love to carry these rules in my Bible everywhere I go so that I have access to it and I can refer to it constantly when I have questions I'm like wait a second how do I find this answer and it's kind of like this map to just navigate you right to the verses that you need that are so relevant in your life. I encourage you, go check out that free gift that's from us to you. It's on directionfromgod.com forward slash rules. And this is going to be the first step of a series of videos that you're not going to want to miss. And the only way to access these videos is in this order is if you sign up for that free gift that we have for you on that website directionfromgod.com forward slash rules and we're going to be putting together this this series of classes to help educate you on and on finding direction from god understanding god's biblical system for understanding truth as well as um, being able to study relevant things in your life because let's face it we're all going through real problems in real life, and the Bible has real answers. It's just a matter of knowing the tools and the strategies to be able to extract those answers from the Word of God, and it will change everything. Your devotion lives will never be the same again. So go get your free gift. I really encourage you. Um, we'll, I'll, put you I'll put the link in the description, and I look forward to hearing from you. Have a great day, and God bless.